Welcome to the Christy Taylor Show. I'm your host, Christy Taylor. Happy Monday. Hope you're having a fabulous day. And I am super excited that I have a chance to go north yet again. I've been making some amazing friends with those that are north of the border that's in Canada. And our special guest today, she is also, let me read her all about her. And our special guest today is Kat. Ostromova, an online fitness and lifestyle coach, was born in Russia and now resides in Toronto, Canada. At 17 years old, she was diagnosed with hypothyroidism that left her with an overactive racing heart, weakness, fatigue, and more. And in 2018, while being at her heaviest, Kat decided to do this. She's decided to take her life back and work on her transformation. She would step on stage six months later at the WBFF in the transformation category, as well as the bikini category, where she took third place. Now, since that time, Kat continues to compete. She has become a personal trainer, and she's helped many through the pandemic. Now, Kat is also one of the most positive, uplifting women in the fitness industry. Kat is also an ambassador and sponsored athlete for Vaisalas, Golis, Crush and more. Help me welcome to the Christy Taylor Show, Kat. And I probably butchered your name. Please say your last name for me. Hi, thank you for having me. No, you did well. It's Kat Ostromova. You did perfect. <laughs> now, what was the, before we get into some of the um, childhood issues, there was that one particular thing. You were born in Russia and ended up in Canada. Tell me about that. Uh, yeah, so I was born in Russia. I'm an only child. And at the age of nine, my dad decided to move my mom and I to Toronto, Canada, because he got an opportunity to work here as a consultant. Um, so the contract stated that he needs to move to Toronto, Canada for about four years. And he said, I'm not coming without my wife and daughter. So, you know, they moved us over here and then we ended up staying because my parents decided to give me an education, um, in Canada. So we just ended up staying and we've been here ever since. Now, one of the things that you say that impacted your career choice was something that you were diagnosed with. And I probably also have to confess it was hypo. Thyroid dizzy. Is that correct? <laughs> okay, so it's actually, first of all, it was hyperthyroidism. Hyper. That was okay. my initial diagnosis. So this is where you have an overactive thyroid gland, and your thyroid is in the middle of your neck in the shape of a butterfly. And everybody has it. It's actually a motor in your body, um, and it has a lot to do with hormones with uh, metabolism and so at this point is when my heart was actually beating really fast and I was always tired and always sweating and feeling like as if I'm always working out um, and so what happened after is uh, my parents decided to take me to the doctor because I just said you know what like I just I don't feel right I would even feel a heartbeat in my stomach and then yeah, so then they um, took me to the doctor. My doctor said, you know, you can't even be exercising because when you are still and you're just laying down, your heart is beating fast as if you are working out. Whoa. So, yeah, so they gave me medication and unfortunately my body rejected it, which can happen. Um, and so I had to get a retest again and go like every three weeks to get a blood test done. And then finally they took me to a different specialist, an endocrinologist. And he said, I need to do a radioactive treatment where you actually drink a radioactive iodine. 
And then you have to quarantine for three days because you're actually literally radioactive. So you can't be around pets, pregnant women, uh, kids. You can't be in school. So then you self-isolate for three days and then you get retested three weeks later. And unfortunately, the dose that they gave me didn't work uh, good enough. So it didn't lower my production of the thyroid hormones perfectly. So he said we have to actually repeat it. And so when you repeat it, there's a risk that they could in turn completely destroy your thyroid gland. And unfortunately, that's exactly what happened. So um, in turn, they kind of overdosed me and I actually became hypothyroid. So that's when I got diagnosed with an underactive thyroid disorder. So I went from a very extreme of over to now very extreme of under and so that's when the real struggle started for me um because that's when you just lose all motivation you're always tired um you always have to get your thyroid levels checked so it was blood test after blood test after blood test you get put on a pill one pill a day for the rest of your life and it has to be adjusted always um and then the weight the weight just started to creep in and creep on and just kept going up and up and up um, because metabolism was just not working. So it was it was definitely a long, long struggle. Kat, how old were you? Because that's a lot to be happening as a girl. Yeah. So, well, I was 17 when I was diagnosed with hyper. But I feel like I had it for maybe two years before we knew. Um, and then once I was diagnosed at 17, it took a while to really like see what the pills are doing and all that. So until I was about 19, I think, I was still hyper and getting all that kind of together and trying to wrap it around my head and my parents as well. And then um, I think at 19 is when I became hypo. And so by the age of 29, so 10 years, I was, oh. I found myself, yeah, it's a long, long, silent struggle. Um, I found myself at 183 pounds at my heaviest. So that's when I said enough is enough. So it was 10 years of struggling and it was enough for me. <laughs> now, Kat, you know, with the fact that a lot of this is happening when you're already as a young girl turning into a woman and then the weight gain happened, how did that impact you emotionally? I mean, of course, it impacts you emotionally. There are certain things that you want to do and certain places you want to go. And you want to go, even as a girl, like you want to go shopping for nice dresses. And, you know, you want to go buy a bikini and be able to wear a bikini with your friends and go out um, and not have to worry about, you know, your stomach and, you know, the way you look. And then, you know, look different than other girls, right, who are also your friends. And um, also the whole thing about food. Like, I knew that if I was eating certain kinds of food, like I just wouldn't feel right. I would actually feel sick after. And it's like, why can they eat this and I can't? So it was uh, it was definitely a struggle and it, it puts your, your self-confidence way down, that's for sure. So a 10 year journey. So by the time you were approaching 30, you're like, you're at your heaviest for your body frame, one yeah. over 180. So what is your best weight, you know, your goal weight, so to speak? So how far were you off your goal? So never really had a goal weight. Um, I always felt like I wanted to be in my head before I knew anything about fitness and health. Um, I always wanted to be like 130, 135. That was like the ideal that I wanted. Um, yeah. 
But now, to be honest with you, I have no idea what I weigh. I have not weighed myself since June of 2018, and nor do I care. Okay. <laughs> the scale, I find, does not define you at all. Yeah. Um, oh, as wow. long as you're healthy, that is all that matters. It's how you feel. Now, with that being said, I have to show a picture, and then we're going to start about, well, it's a series of pictures, actually. I want you to tell me how in 2018 you went from your heaviest to this. Yeah, okay. a lot of um, blood, sweat, and tears went into that, literally. So 2018, yeah. what was the decision? What was the what triggered you to make a change? Um, just being fed up, you know, I remember I was, um, going out shopping and one day, like, remember back in the day, the peplum dresses, the dresses that are tight, but they have that little like waist yes. that comes out to hide the little belly, the, the pouch. And yes. I got sick and tired of wearing them because that's all I had in my closet. <laughs> and then under that, I would wear spanks or like yes. waist cinchers or corsets. Like enough is enough. Like why can't I wear a nice tight dress and feel good, right? Yes. And I just got tired of it. And um, my friends and I were out for drinks one night, of course. And um, <laughs> over a bottle of wine, one of my girlfriends, she actually works uh, for the beauty services for WBFF. She runs the the beauty services. And, you know, we were talking and she's like, yeah, like you should totally compete. You have this look, um, you know, maybe you can do like a transformation division. And I don't even know what made me say yes. I don't know if it's the alcohol or maybe just subconsciously. I just, this is what I was meant to do. This was a sign. I said, you know what? Why not? I'll do it. This sounds fun. I'll go on stage. I'm usually, I'm a normally a social person anyway. So I'm like, this sounds amazing. I'll totally go out of there. So, and I committed to it. And that was, I believe, in October. Um, and uh, January, I started my prep. And um, so that was actually 2017, I want to say. January 2018, I started my prep. And then Janu uh, July 2018, I was on stage in New York um, six mm -hmm. months later. So those pictures that you see there, um, it was a lot of uh, a lot of working out. I did not miss one cardio session. I did not miss one weightlifting session. I did not have any cheats, not even a little bit, not even a little bite. I would smell the, the delicious food instead, um, wow. unless my coach then would tell me to have a cheat meal. So, wow. so it was a lot of dedication, but it completely changed my life. Now, this is very interesting to me because, okay, you're saying you're hanging out with your girls and they just, not so much a dare, but just a nudge. Yeah. How, how do you actually, okay, it's one thing to say, okay, I'm going to lose weight, but it's another thing to actually say, I'm going to compete. So, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> don't I don't know what the hell I was thinking, but like I never look back because I'm, I'm I love it. It's such a good feeling. It's such a good feeling to be there, and it's yeah. so empowering over there, you know. So I love it. So, so I would like for you to share with us what it means to actually to compete, to prepare to compete. <laughs> well, um, first of all, you need to get yourself a competition coach. 
Um, one, one thing is just a trainer. Another thing is an online or in-person competition coach because it's very different. Your body goes through different phases, so they need to keep on changing your food, changing your workouts and all that. Um, you need to commit to it 100%. If you're not going to commit to it 100%, you will not succeed. And by succeed, I don't mean get a placement or a pro card. I mean you're not going to make it to the stage. You're going to quit somewhere along the way. So you have to be very much committed to it. Um, you have to have a budget because it can get expensive. You have to um, get yourself a bikini, start thinking about the color that you want to wear, start thinking about the gown. There's a lot of uh, that goes into posing as well because posing is very important on stage. Um, and then, of course, the hard work, right? Like the actual work that goes into it. You have to be dedicated 24-7 for whatever months or weeks that you are prepping for. Some people prep for 12 weeks. Some people prep for 24 weeks. Some people prep for way, way longer than that. So you have to be committed, right? So once your coach tells you, sorry, there's no more cheat meals from now on until the stage, but there's no more cheat meals, right? There's no matter what you want to do. It's all going to show. It's all going to show. Now, the WBFF, is that, is that a North American competition or is that an international competition? For, it's for international. So it stands for World's Beauty Fitness Fashion. Mm -hmm. um, so it's international. Most of the shows are in North America, in the United States mostly. Right. Um, but there's a big world's competition. Australian shows are very, very popular as well. So it's a huge, huge federation and it's beautiful. Okay, Kat, I have to say that your girlfriends must have known you were that type of chick because some people just like, okay, I'm gonna do a local competition. No, okay, I'm gonna do a province or statewide. Oh, I'll do a national. You went. Day Listen, one. one thing with me always is go big or go home. I don't do anything small. So I said, if I'm going to go on stage, I'm going to go on that stage in New York. Because for me, New York is like everything, yes, right? Yes. So I, um, yeah, go big or go home. And it's funny because there were a few people at the table who I've heard later uh, that were one after to another friend of mine said, oh, I don't think she's actually going to be able to do this. This isn't her. Like she, she just says she's going to do it, but I don't think she's going to make it. But here we are today. Here we are today. So 2018, you're pretty much hitting that stage six months after making that 100% commitment. So why did you maintain the weight or how did you maintain the weight loss? And more importantly, the commitment to comp compete and become a personal trainer. So it became my lifestyle. Um, it's, it's funny. Like, I genuinely started to love going to the gym. I started to love being able to wake up early and do my fasted cardio for 45 minutes and then come back to the gym in the afternoon and do some weightlifting and to do it over and over and over again. And the more you do it, obviously, the more it becomes your routine and habit and then your lifestyle. So I couldn't even imagine coming off that stage and going back to the old life I had before, you know, like waking up all foggy, like not having any motivation, um, eating crappy foods, right? So and not necessarily that I even ate crappy foods. I just never knew what the right food was to eat for somebody that has hypothyroidism. Mm -hmm. And so when I was on that stage, um, 
right before going out on stage, the girls backstage like literally had to push me out because I thought I was gonna get sick. <laughs> like I can't do this. I was so nervous, you know. I was so nervous. I was wearing this tiny little bikini that you see in like the carnival in like Rio de Janeiro. And <laughs> I just have to be on stage and twirling and showing everything and being judged on your physique. Yeah. Um and six months ago I was just like girl that was just suffering from hypothyroidism and like had no confidence so it's like it was a really weird like mind like feel outer body experience almost but when i got out there i just loved it and i didn't want to come off <laughs> i just became alive and it was just so much glam and it was so great and you know the audience was all screaming and clapping and the music and it was so much fun i literally genuinely had so much fun and then when they were announcing people being placed, so I actually did transformation, got first place. And then they threw me into bikini division, actually, the day before the show. And I said, okay, fine, I'll just do it. I mean, whatever, I'm already here. So I got third place in bikini, um, which was a huge accomplishment. And I just said, you know what, now that I did this, I'm so empowered by my own accomplishment. I'm so inspired that I want to be able to show other women and young girls that even if they're suffering from hypothyroidism or maybe low self-esteem, um, that you really can achieve anything you want to and you really can do this, you know? So you don't have to suffer in silence from hypothyroidism. Yes, you can lose weight. Um, and yes, you can be out here and, and shine. So One that's of the how. Things one of the things that I'm really loving about your transformation was a mental transformation. It was not just a physical transformation. You, you yeah. made an entire life shift, a paradigm shift. And then to be able to feel that empowered and want to share that with the world and with the world of women. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, You're welcome. Question, one question, you know, your diagnosis, you, you know, the struggle that you have for 10 years, how did, training for this competition impact you physically because i'm hearing that it really did impact you physically so the first competition uh, training prep was tough um because when you don't know what's the right food to eat um you know you follow a pretty much standard comp bikini competition diet but unfortunately again with uh, people that have hypothyroidism, it's not the same. So for ex I'll give you an example, like um, soy products, like, you know, like the edamame soybeans that you put in, the, you get yes. in the restaurant. So yes. that could be considered a healthy snack if you don't like add too much salt or like uh, sodium on it, whatever. Um, but for somebody that suffers from hypothyroidism, that is a huge no because it has okay. soy. And yeah. soy stops the production of your thyroid hormone. So it's actually um, stops working the pill that's actually helping you function every day. Oh, so wow. that's one of the things, right? There's also other things like gluten or dairy um, or foods that cause inflammation. Um, something so silly like almond butter versus peanut butter. Like, you know what I mean? So if you don't know that diet, um, it will really make it difficult. So when I actually started prepping for the first few months, the scale did not change at all. Mm. Only the inches came off and my, my size of my pants changed from like large or like size 12 to like size four. Wow. But like, 
Yeah, but the scale didn't change. And it's all to do with hypothyroidism and the proper diet, right? Mm. Also with um, hypothyroidism, you cannot do too much HIIT. So um, high intensity interval training. You have to do more lists, which is low intensity, steady state workouts mm -hmm. um, because cortisol levels go up and that affects your adrenal glands and that affects your stress levels, which affects your hypothyroid. So it's all connected, right? So you have to really, really know. So for the first few months, um, it was a struggle because I felt mm -hmm. defeated. And actually, mm -hmm. that is why I stopped looking at the scale after June 2018 because I said, you know what, um, the scale is is really throwing me off. I feel good. I look good. Yeah. I feel healthy. <laughs> My doctor is saying, wow, like your levels are great. Yeah. Um, you know, and then all of a sudden my scale is not changing and I still feel like it's, it's making me feel defeated. So I yeah. said, I'm done with the scale. I'm not going to let it define me. Mm. That's very powerful because like you said, uh, one size doesn't fit all when it comes to optimum health. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm hearing. That's really what your story is. It's like learning your body and what your body needs. So, um, and it's interesting that you, you you talk about like peanut butter and almond butter, um, soy, which of course, even as you're aging, even without the diagnosis, women who are hormonal um, oftentimes have to start reducing soy, which is mm -hmm. in everything, which is in everything because it does impact um, your hormones. So, uh, learning our bodies, loving our bodies, and yeah. giving our body what it needs. That's very empowering. Well, we're going to be right back because I definitely want you to talk about the new things you have going on in 2021. We're back with Kat Ostromova of Toronto, Canada, an amazing online fitness trainer, because as you move from competing, you went into training. Let's talk about that transition and how you even survived that in 2020 and what you're doing in 2021. <laughs> right. So um, in the beginning of 2020, I decided to start my own online fitness uh, coaching business and lifestyle coaching because of all the inquiries I received during my prep um, for WBFF. So a lot of people that follow me on Instagram, they've been with me since day one when I started my first transformation journey prep. And then I did another competition in Orlando the following year for just the bikini division. And so um, they've been asking me for advice and to coach them and to help them lose weight. So I said, you know what, this is getting out of hand now because there's so many people. I want to create a platform and start my own business um, to help these people worldwide because my clients range from anywhere from here locally to all the way in New Zealand. Yeah. And yeah, so um, I started to kind of put the foundation and lay in the groundwork um, back in February of 2020. Mm -hmm. um, and then COVID happened. So <laughs> I was about to say, and then COVID happened. 
So I got all my certification. Um, you know, I've done a lot of research already. Like I've researched obviously because of myself and hypothyroidism. I've trained for a while now, but I just wanted to make sure that I'm certified, right? So I have my like trainer's insurance and all that. Um, and so I started to kind of lay in the groundwork to start to set up my business. And then because of COVID, kind of everything came to a stop. But I haven't stopped working on it uh, behind the scenes, right? So I kept, you know, writing programs and talking to web developers, graphic designers, and so on. But then again, people were also going through their own thing also. So everything just kind of slowed down um, for a bit, but I never stopped. So yeah. we are very finally close to um, launching my website. Yay. And um, yeah, and so I have a few clients already now who are customized program clients. So they have a program of four weeks, eight weeks, or 12 weeks. And this is pretty much one-on-one, -on -one, but online coaching. So they check in with me every Friday. Um, they have support for me for 24 hours. They can message me over WhatsApp. Um, and I answer within 24 hours um, any and all questions. They do their check-ins um, based on their workout and their diet but i do the diet customized and the workouts are customized to their fitness goals and their body composition and the dietary preference and if they're they have any um issues like hypothyroidism a lot of my clients do um so that's what i'm doing and then once my website launches i'm also coming out with general guides um so the first one will be a six week bootylicious how to build that <laughs> booty um at home guide and then also a 28 day shred so that one is a little bit more of intense workout but it will include a meal plan that you can follow meal plan guideline um to help you shred those extra pounds get you ready for summer so that's another one i have and then also hopefully in june um i'm coming out with a hypothyroidism diet ebook because June is actually a hypothyroidism awareness month in Canada. Wow. So I want to come out okay. with a diet ebook because unfortunately many people still don't know on how to feed their body if it suffers from hypothyroidism. So yeah. that's what's to come. And a few more things. There's an app in the talks right now. So my own fitness app, uh, merch is coming in. So stay tuned yeah. for bands. Booty bands, uh, really, really good addition to any gym or no gym at all. Minimal equipment, it's all good. You know something, I want to say congratulations to you that you took a life change and flipped it on its head and now you're doing your <laughs> life's work. So hats off to you, Kat, and hopefully one day I'll get a chance to come to Canada and check you out in person. Absolutely, uh, I would love that. I tell you, I, I love the view. I'm going to tell you right now. I love the view. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I'm pretty high up. <laughs> okay. I love the view. And uh, of course, if you're checking this out, be sure to follow her on Facebook and Instagram. And I have checked out your amazing feed and hats off to you and all the great work that you're doing. Thank and you so thank much. You. And thank you so much for being here on the Christy Taylor Show. Be Thanks bad. for having me.